Hello. Hi. Squeezer, we actually, we did it. We succeeded in um, making uh, oh, shit. our Look 80s month all. By eight minutes. Oh, wait, there's 30 days. 31 days? 30 days. 30 days. All right, 24 hours and eight minutes. Look at us. Yeah, we did it. We're Monday night. What is it right now? It's uh, the 29th, so... Yeah. Well, like you even called it last week, and I was thinking, no way. You know me. I like to go deep, and there's really only so much research you can do without getting just swept away in the memory of just consuming so much sodium. <laughs> and sugar and just garbage all around, but nothing wrong with that. It's... No. I actually, I'm not going to lie. I, I'll have a disclaimer, you know, leading into my picks, because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Right. Um, when, like, because it... Are we we're calling it junk food? Yeah, it's it is junk and food. It, it is junk food, right? Yeah, that's why it's called but, junk food. Yeah, but we still ate this stuff for dinner as if it were you know like a home cooked you know like chicken breast. Back you still in the day. still ate still eat. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did I say? You still you said still ate as in. Oh, past tense. Yes. Well, yeah. that's what. No. Uh, I'll tell you what, every now and then, uh, I'm, I'm going to burn my last pick. Every now and then, I like to fire up a good Hot Pocket. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was... Uh, I Not a lot of stuff happened last week, right? Nothing really big happened. No big news today in our world. No. Are you being facetious? Yeah, we saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I kept thinking it, too. We got to talk about this. And then I forgot because I was looking at food on my screen yeah uh avengers we both saw it uh we did right uh we don't worry we're not gonna spoil anything i was right? thinking of doing a uh bonus show where you and i just went through and did a review full yeah. out review of like just went through the whole movie we should and we either do that separately or we just if we want to ramble about it now and cut out and tag it at the end or just wait to the end no nah, i don't want to do any extra work tonight okay fair <laughs> enough but um, I think that's something we should do at some point. Or like I think do so. it on our YouTube channel like we did with Star Wars. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm game. So give the people a, uh, or a, just a bonus show. We just add it in. Two Use shows that set. One yes, that's gorgeous. Thanks. Um, yeah. How do I not, We. I don't want to, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, me too. I right. was, I, it's, it, it exceeded my expectations and I enjoyed every second of it. Yes. Every, like every, and there's a lot of seconds. Yeah. I also, with Enchantress last night, watched uh, Game of Thrones. Couldn't also, see, I can't tell you what happened because I couldn't see anything. <laughs> it's the running gag. But here's the thing, the show's been guilty of that for a long time. See, I don't know this. And I guess kept, we both, she even said to me, is it on the HD channel? And I was like, yes, it's on the AC channel. And then I checked because I even wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, And here's the thing. There's all these conspiracy theories out there and uh, uh, people complaining. And then you see the, 
um, you know, the argument that, oh, it's an artistic thing and it's done to keep it dark and it's ambient and it's the confusion of battle. That's why it's edited that way. And then some guy, I forgot what site it was on, that they were, was it Vox maybe, that they were arguing that maybe when they're grading it that they're using the wrong monitors. So, you know, they're doing it for film, but it's for TV and people aren't sitting in a dark theater. Here, here's the absolute reason why that show is dark. It's very expensive to shoot battle scenes. Yes. Yeah, I know. And it's I know. A shit I, ton cheaper. Don't have if to explain it's dark it to me. and you yeah. can't see stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm on, I said it to Enchantress last night. I was like, yeah, they're just hiding the shit CGI in their shit production. It's just a yeah. but it's it was just too long for that. It was. I I'm like I, I'm I'm sitting through it and I'm like I was enjoying myself a bit. Like there were moments where I'm like I want to just get going here. Um, it was very difficult. I had the first thing I did, and I, I saw this, I read later on, that people immediately had to go online, and I was one of them, and I Googled who died. Because you couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, and I don't know who anybody is anyway, because, you know. And and they're saying, like, they're, they're listing a lot of, and I don't want to shit on anyone. And, and I, I was, I really liked all the characters that, that did die, but none of them... I would even argue are now can I if, I, if they're I can, not if they're not like tier one they're like 1.5 maybe two of them and then the rest are tier two so well, you didn't lose your first billing like I, people thought can, they can might. I tell you what I the reddit spoilers it did not come to fruition oh uh Daenerys gets killed by the army and becomes they rise her as a uh white a white walker yeah i was thinking that might happen yeah that's that's what the reddit spoiler said but everyone was complaining like oh no now it's all over and what are we going to do for three episodes me personally i like the intrigue political stuff well now they go and fight what's her name at king's landing and and the swirling wine which that's this is what i do you know i'm i'm you know one zombie night short of her, you know, I got a swirling glass of booze, and I wear a crown. You know, who are we talking about? Me, right now. Oh, Cersei. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I wear black. I have a crown. I swirl my wine. The only thing I'm missing is a giant zombie knight. Um, is that uh, uh, the Hound or the Mountain? Mountain. Mountain, and they're brothers, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Enchantress. Is yeah, they better it. fucking fight. That's all people want now. Um. Oh, spoilers! If you didn't see it, I guess that means that the hound survived. Yeah, well, I mean, also, uh, uh, is that was that a decent payoff last night? What happened without spoiling? I it? loved it. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I'm not fully I'm a fan invested. Of the character. So. I'm a fan of the character arc, even though it took a little bit longer than it should have back in like season four or whatever. But uh, <laughs> so you, yeah, can, I was I was very happy with it. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a good path for the episode. I mean, there was just so much. It was beating you over the head with. It was, and then you're just like, "Fuck, man! It's unstoppable." And yeah, it was. Um, they could have. There's no reason for that episode to be an hour and a half. They could have cut no. that down to. And an hour. and as someone here, here's one of my biggest problem with it. And people complained about this in the last episode when everyone was sitting around brooding. But I like that. And I, I don't want to spend too much time in this, and I love that. But I'm also a fan of tactics. And someone pointed out last week, and it's like, do they have a plan? Like, because their battle plan, like, kind of just 
last minute. It's like, oh, let's talk to the the 15-year-old kid in the wheelchair, and he's going to... It's like the, the kid from Dumb and Dumber like pops up at the end. He's like, hey, I have an idea. I'm going to sit here, and they're going to come for me, and you all die in the process. You and sold really, Petey? Petey? There was no plan. Why? Why, if the plan was... You realize that you don't really have a chance out front, and you have this defensive line, and you have dragons, and you have catapults. Why did you put the army in front of the defensive lines, charge them out, everyone dies, then fall back? There why, was at why, no why didn't they dig like you, 20 of those trenches, those fire trenches? Yes, or and why not light up the battlefield? And have because this is what Caesar used to do too. Like th- this was a Roman tactic where you'd line the battlefield and you'd have it marked out, and you could l- basically just light the ground on fire once they get there and burn it all the way back to them. I was like walking in between my legs somewhere. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't want to spend too much time. On it. But that that was my as a as a fan of uh, of military tactics, uh, it was a little uh, infuriating. I'm like, you gotta literally thin the herd um, before you go go charging in. Um, so I'll change subjects for us to get off. Thanks. Of it. Yeah. Um, I, we got a message on our Instagram today and I'll, I'll leave his, his I'm, name. Oh, and also I didn't see it and I'm not liking anything by the way, because I am so terrified of, uh, any spoilers popping up even for like game of Thrones now until it is done. I've deleted Instagram. All the Reddit, uh, stuff seems to be bullshit. Still, I'm not risking. Well, you, I sent you that thing that that spoiler that some like random dick posted. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. I, I, I play Red Dead Online, and I'm in a in a sub where there people are talking about customizing their gold, fake video game guns, and this guy just in the middle of it just, random spoiler just spoiled all of Endgame right then and there, and uh, thankfully I had seen it already, but it was a very dick move. Yeah, so that's, that's... why I'm afraid of. Um. So he said, hey, yo, been listening to the podcast nonstop since I stumbled on it. Absolutely love this. Great job. Very, very random. The episode what podcast. Yeah. Which one? Our podcast. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Very, very random. The episode you did about action figures in 2017, you mentioned Hasbro teaming up with Universal to make movies out of the MCU. Remember me telling you this story? Uh, Yeah. I can totally confirm this because I had a chance to do some of the graphic design for Stretch Armstrong, which was going to be the the movie like Iron Man was in 2009-2010. Hasbro was trying to make any and all properties into movies. Battleship, Candyland, G.I. Joe, etc. It was nuts. Almost none of it happened. That's uh, awesome. And then I was like, can I share this? He's like, oh, by all means. But he signed an NDA, so uh, he said, just don't credit me. Gotcha. It's from a source. Fair enough. Very uh, good. He said it was ridiculous. He loved doing the logos for the IP, but um, thought they were uh, no way anyone was, you know, going to see these toy-based movies. Um, and when was this? I think it, it it was along the lines of after GI Joe, they did Battleship with Rihanna. Remember? Yeah, but, well, Battleship was basically just the leftovers from Transformers, wasn't it? Uh, actually, was Battleship Pacific Rim. Battleship wasn't bad. It was directed by Peter Berg. Who did uh, Friday oh, I'm Night thinking Lights. of Pacific Rim, where yeah, it's just think, yeah. cutting room floor transformers that they put back <laughs> man, on screen. Man, people will kill you for that, including Enchantress. People who love what? Kaiju will slit your throat for saying that. But Pacific Rim? Yeah. Relax. 
I just look. I'm a fan of the guy. Just I'm also a fan of seeing what the hell's going on. Um, he said they are making a Stretch Armstrong based cartoon for Netflix. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? No, I mean everything's uh, every IP's up for grabs right now. So, oh, can we eventually get those Bandai? Uh, what the hell are they? Those Sticky Ninja guys I talked about way back. Yeah. What the fuck were they called? I'll remember. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, some little cool tidbit. Um, so we're continuing '80s month because it is still April, and they get you get one more '80s podcast out of this. Look at that! We're gonna pull it out. Yeah. Uh, we're talking 80s junk food, Mr. Squeezer. Mm-hmm. And I believe you are first. Uh, awesome sauce. And without further ado, here's your first pick. Isn't it cool? Big, isn't it cool? To drink, I just want to make very clear, that's not a parody. That was the actual commercial. I'm sneezing. Oh, I was like, uh, okay. I was saving the people. Oh. <laughs> You're holding for my response, and I'm like, keep going, Squeezer. Oh, I, was like, <laughs> oh, I, I see you motioning, and I'm sneezing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's not a parody. That's, that's the real Isn't It Cool in Pink commercial. Uh, for uh, Cherry 7-Up, which is delicious. Um, possibly my favorite of the spinoff drinks back in the day. It um, was a spinoff that, I mean, everything was getting a cherry, but 7-Up Everything. 7-Up, there was something special about it. and Because you already did it. Like, because uh, my grandparents would get Shirley this, Temple. Um, yeah, Shirley Temple's... Um, and yeah, you would just throw cherries and and Seven Up to begin with, so why not just put it in the can already? And it's that classic, um, like gradient, uh, speckled can coming up from the bottom, like the red cherryish coming up to the white, and uh, they put the little cherry in the Seven Up logo. And before we move too far on to how delicious it is, do you know what heartthrob, what dreamy '90s star? was actually in this um, roughly 10 years before he played Joey in Friends. I don't know who played Joey in Friends. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. That's who it was. Uh, And he honestly looks exactly like he did in Friends, like 10 years earlier. Just a dreamboat. Well, um... One funny thing I thought about, uh, I commented on, uh, so uh, I'm sorry, Endgame was Paul Rudd five years later, whatever the time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Paul Rudd could, no matter what time jumps you do, Paul Rudd still looks the same age from back when he did Clueless. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, use Paul Rudd for this because he's ageless, that warlock. Yes, he is. So charming. Um, 
So charming. Don't. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, but yeah, Don't this was this crush. was a go to. Sorry. He's mine. All right, Squeezer. I know he. I know he's yours, and you're mine. So ipso facto, he's mine. <laughs> That's true. Um. Yeah, this was like the go-to at, at my grandparents' house. I don't remember having it anywhere else. Um, we I, we had the same they, situation. Oh, they only drank Seven Up. They always had Seven Up. Right. And it was Seven Up and those microwavable French fries and the individual slots that I talked about. That that was my go-to treat there. Yeah, Micro Magic. Yeah. The, uh, not the Micro Magic. They're the different ones. Oh, okay. Um, well, probably. Yeah, it was well, very specific. Like Oida. Or was Ida it, or whatever it is. No, it might have been. Was it the Micro Magic? No, I got to look this up. The little box is about this, a little bigger than a juice box. So yeah. uh, um, was it I that, had the though? same situation. The old lady across the street. No, who, it wasn't the Micro, micro Magic, though. These were different. Who I know what you mean. Though. The, you're probably Or Ida. O-R-E-I-D-A. Yeah, no, it wasn't those either. It was something. Oh, it might have been. Was it McCain's? We talked about them in the show. Was it McCain's? It might have been. Uh, You're running out of fry makers. You got McCain, Rida, or Micro Magic. It might have been McCain. You can go back and listen to the entire catalog, and when you get there, you can remind us what it is one yeah, day. Maybe I'll ask that guy who gave us a hot tip about Stretch Armstrong. He's just started listening. Like, hey, what was the French fry, microwave French fry we talked about? Uh, so uh, my the old lady who watched us across the street, that's where we drank um, Cherry 7-Up all the time because she, I guess it was an elderly drink. She loved 7-Up. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Like, if we never had 7-Up, and you never got 7-Up out. Like, you never could find 7-Up anywhere because, you know, mostly Sprite dominated because um, 7-Up's a Dr. Pepper product. Um, it's distributed by, I think, is it Pepsi or Coke distributes it? Uh, Pepsi distributes it outside of the USA. Oh, it is distributed Dr. and bought by Keurig, Dr. Pepper, here in the yeah, States. That's right. Keurig Green Mountain. Merged with Dr. Pepper Schweppes uh, Staple 7 Up. <laughs> I know that without looking Disney's at bad. any websites. I don't know how I know that. I just do know that. This was a This was a home run for them. Um. Yeah. Seven up cherry. You have anything more on that? No. I have it was something delicious. Then I have something to add to this. Oh, please do. Do you remember Seven Up Gold? Seven Up Gold. So Seven Up Gold, they had it in the that convenience store I talked about, the Texaco. Oh, I know the Texaco quite well. And it came in when it was like a a spiced Seven Up that had caffeine, and I was searching for like stuff about it after you said cherry seven up and i found this new york times article from uh february 1989 seven up gold the failure of a can't lose plan so uh they called themselves the uncola and they released this product that kind of looks and tastes a bit like cola or like ginger ale and then they say no caffeine ever and it never will have caffeine and then they, they release this this product with caffeine in it. It was actually a uh, recipe for an unused Dr. Pepper invention. Hmm. And they're like, we'll just put it out there and call it 7-Up uh, Gold. Uh, just kind of working off of the 7-Up brand rather right, the than... 7-Up brand. Um, well, you'd be almost be better off just coming up with a brand new... If you're going to put caffeine in it, just make it a whole new drink. 
Yeah, but or seven a Dr. Up, Pepper drink. Yeah, but Seven Up at the time was hotter than anything. That's true. And um, there was. I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. Now they're hoping just to capture one percent of the cola market, which would have equaled twenty six point six billion. <laughs> no wonder we're fat. Right. They wound up capturing 0.1% of the market because people confuse 7-Up's um, marketing campaign. Like, this isn't, you know, they didn't get it. People are really <laughs> stupid. It's <laughs> <This is> generally <laughs> the best way to say it. They discontinued it. And um, apparently, and I, I don't even know what this is. And I don't know if this was introduced in the States or, or, or outside the States. But in, in 1995, Pepsi introduced 7-Up Ice Cola. Oh, yeah, international market. It was um, repackaged Crystal Pepsi. It was clear cola. Uh-huh. So it's like th- those like runner-up world championship Super Bowl shirts that they send to Africa. Yeah, right. They, and, they sent Europe our, our Crystal Pepsi. Yep. And then do you remember in the early 2000s, DNL? Like if you put the 7-Up logo upside down, it looks like DNL. Oh, and yeah. It, it was green and it had caffeine in it, but it kind of tasted like 7-Up, I guess. It was kind of fucking stupid. But it mixed with vodka pretty good, and that was around the time I turned 21. So. Gotcha. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, if I, was, I was one. I was like, oh, I wonder if you remember 7-Up Gold. But not many people do. So look up mm-hmm. the can. It's a pretty can. It's got that same gradient type that Cherry 7-Up mm-hmm. had. Um, but it's got the gold spot, and it looks almost like a beer can. No, oh, yeah, it, it kind of looks like uh, uh, Jolt. Yeah, yeah, Jolt is good shit. All right. Uh, like just a can. So here is my first pick, Mr. Squeezer. Introducing Oreo Big Stuff. Who do you think you are? Oreo Big Stuff, Oreo Big Stuff. Who do you think you are? New Oreo Big Stuff. More chocolate, more cream. You're big. So, in the early 90s, they introduced this three-inch Oreo cookie that was wrapped singly served and had like mm-hmm. a good amount of cream in it called the Oreo Big Stuff. And it was marketed to people on the go. Instead of getting a package of Oreos, you could get this one giant fucking cookie. Only problem is you couldn't dunk this motherfucker in milk. Mm. Three-inch cookie, that's a big diameter. You get like a bowl, like a cat. Right, and dip it in your fucking milk, your cat milk bowl. Then you look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was reading a bit on this, and it's funny. The Oreo brand and the Bisco has changed hands so many times that certain people have tried to like, like locate the like why it was dislocated, like uh, discontinued. Then they called like Mondelez International. I don't even know who owns it now, and they couldn't get an answer. Like we don't know, <laughs> uh, and um, they discontinued in 1991, but uh, like like double stuffed and ultra stuffed and the most stuffed ever Oreos. You know, they all lasted, even more, most stuff just came out last February. But like double stuffed Oreos, they all like lasted the test of time. But why didn't these big stuff single serving cookies? Because you really, like, think about it. This isn't something you buy in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that's definitely sold 
in like an impulse aisle or a gas station like next to candy bars or like or like little Debbie single serve snack cakes. Mm-hmm. So you know it it's not something you'd sell in a pack. So and that's a different kind of market, different kind of competition. Like those like impulse items, like those little Debbies. Like there's a team that they know what they're doing to sell you that. Right, but those are the same size. Like if you buy a you know if you buy a pack of Nutter Butter uh, Nutter Butters at the at the store. You know, when you buy the box at the grocery store, you're buying the same size and everything. They're just in a box mm-hmm. on multi-packs. You know, you're not making different sizes. And sometimes, like, even, like, Drake's used to make, and they even use this on Seifeld, like, you know, the Drake's coffee cake, the two little guys? Mm-hmm. They'd even make the minis, but then there was the big guy that you could buy in a store. I don't think you can buy that anymore, because why is a company going to waste money producing these different size items making a different different dyes different runs different assembly line just for an mm-hmm. item where that they they could just package something they sell in the box differently and save money yeah so why not just pack like five oreos in a little sheet and sell that the same production line that you sell you make for your, your oreos in this in the store instead of making this giant three inch cookie that probably took a whole different assembly line to make I would think so. And 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 from the consumer standpoint, the logistics of eating a big Oreo, Oreos themselves are very crummy. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that they create crumbs. You know, so like to take a bite off an Oreo, like an Oreo is like a one or two bite thing, right? Yeah. Like if you're in a position where you don't want it, you can pop a whole Oreo in if you need to, you know, if you're in a position where you can't get crumbs <laughs> somewhere, like a, a, a wedding or uh, a funeral. Oh, your poor wife. Yeah. Squeezer, so, like, stop eating Oreos. <laughs> so like you're standing you're there, getting all over you reach in your pocket, you pop an Oreo in your mouth and you're good. Versus like the, the, these, like, you, you know, you're, as you're biting it, it's going to start to crumble and fall apart and you're going to lose pieces. You know? I, I remember, and I shot the video of this, your wedding. So I remember it was hard for you to say your vows because you had a mouthful of Oreos. That was, it was true. I mean, but if you were that was planned though if you were stacking off one of those big stuff oreos you would have looked ridiculous so that would have just been silly yeah it would have just been silly mm-hmm. but people still this is something like people want back at least the internet does they're like bring back big stuff oreos these single serve and for some reason a lot of people like i think confuse the the size the amount of stuffing in them it was pretty much on par with like scaling up wise with like a regular oreo Mm -hmm. um but i think people like imagine these almost like the oreo ice cream cookies like the ice cream yes like with that much stuff in them they're not (laughs) no yeah see the thing is that would give you instant diabetes extra stuffing you know like i i i i stop at like a double stuff like i don't like going crazy yeah, those most um, stuff ever things were a little ridiculous. Yeah, I, I like bought the, those. The, yeah, those are a little crazy. And the mega stuff. It's a, look. There's there's a reason why the original Oreo lasted so long and still does to this day. It's because there is a, there's a, a balance to the force. You know, there is a light and a dark side. And I think I feel like yeah, I feel like double stuff are the key to go. Like single yeah. stuff are fine. Double stuff are the ones like if you get the Halloween Oreos with the orange in it, they're double stuff size. That's double size stuffing of of stuffing mm-hmm. that that's the cream to cookie ratio that really sells it for me yes the yeah, borderline diabetes but you're keeping your foot 
Yes. You get those yeah. alt most stuff ever, like your foot's like, come on, man. What yeah, did I ever do to you? Yeah, just fucking just put it in, in a just run it across. Just cut it off right then and there <laughs> before you even have it. Just save right. yourself the time. Right. Like don't make me go again, Granite. Diabetes isn't gonna take my foot. No, cut it off. Perfectly healthy. All right. Um that's Oreo big stuff. Mr. Big Stuff. You notice I called you Mr. Squeezer there? It's a little foreshadowing. Who do you think you who do you think you are? Who do you How much think? they pay for that? Um I don't know. Uh probably some sort of back then I don't think rights were as big as they are now, so probably they got it for a song. Gotcha. Catch that pun there, I mean. Um Yes. Oh I do. Got a song yeah. for a song. Yep. All I'm right, handsome. Here's your second pick. In Deutschland, fucking we are strudel. But in America, Pittsburgh, toast the strudel, strudel, zum toasten. <laughs> oh, Sechstein, Lark and Blätterteig, mit softiger, fruitiger Fülle, fantastische Glasur. Ist das auch gut? So was habe ich noch nie getoastet. Oh. Pillsbury Toaster Strudel in your grocer's freezer. You never toasted anything like it. <laughs> that is a creepy commercial. Yeah, well, if if you if you were to you know read the uh, subtitles, it makes a little more sense. It's kind of funny, a little Swedish chefish. It's in it's in German talking about the strudel and coming from us, like the idea of like the toaster strudel. It's a little insulting when you can get some legit strudel around here. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But at the same time, when these when these came about, oh my god, I remember they were like, it, this was the second coming of breakfast. Like yeah. breakfast was saved. Yeah, I like, agree. Parents never had to do anything ever again because somehow this constituted a sufficient meal for you when you woke up in the morning. <laughs> um, and again, this is where I want to uh, preemptively say I don't mean to insult anyone because um, these are still out there. And I will, you know, throw something, you know, it's probably not much different than a waffle outside of the additional extra uh, half a pound of sugar. Um, not really because you do drown your waffles in liquid flavored sugar. No, you put a little, put a little peanut butter on there and you're good to go. Get the protein. That is healthy. But most people yeah. use half a gallon of maple syrup. I get you. But if you're going to go maple syrup, you got to get the real thing, too. Then it's a little better. It's still mm-hmm. sugar, but it's it? not corn syrup. I don't know. It's delicious. Yeah. That's true. You got me there, Squeeze. I'm not going to yes. fight you on that one. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, and so I was never, and, and I, I don't want to, this is going to piss people off. I'm not a pop tart person. Oh God, I love pop tarts. Never was. Yeah. Never, but it's just way too sweet and sugary for me. I just I could never cold or Wait, or hot whatever. A pop tart's too sugary for you, but a toaster strudel is just right. Yes, it's the flakiness I think that mm, did it. That richness. The richness of the it. Rich, yes, the richness. Whereas, balances yeah, out. whereas a pop tart is basically like just. A, a, a lollipop wrapped in bread. This is a little more like, uh, hmm, 
like bubblegum wrapped in bread. Yes. It, it, there's just a, a, a different initial sweetness. You don't get that overly, like, my eyes water when I bite into a Pop-Tart. It's so sweet. Um, and you got a little, like, you know, the little icing pack that you could draw stuff on. That was half the fun. Yeah, well, that always pissed me off as a kid. Because they always showed, like, cool drawings and cool shit with that. and and f- <laughs> Well, because fundamentally, it was impossible because this toaster strudel was too hot. It would just melt into a giant amorphous blob on top of it, which was Fair. delicious. But also, you, you didn't, A, have enough icing, and B, the icing was kind of frozen, and C, the toaster strudel was fucking flaming hot. So yes. unless you, like, cut, like, a very small slit into the icing that was very, very thawed out and had a, a room-temperature toaster strudel, which would have ruined everything, you couldn't do the designs they were doing in the commercials. Fair enough. I would kind of just spread it all on and then smear it so I had a nice layer of uh, uh, of icing. I always stuck with the strawberry, too. I Yeah, strawberry was. Yeah, yeah that was like the, the go-to. I would get resentful, like uh, the apple. Yeah, apple. Um, there was a brown sugar one, too, I think, that my dad sugar. would buy. And, uh, right. For some reason, what is it about? So you, you've had like blueberries before, right? Like an actual, the physical fruit, a blueberry. Yeah, my grandmother had a blueberry tree in her backyard. Yes, I was going to say, you've had them in the wild. You've picked them and yeah. eaten them right off mm-hmm. the bush. Mm-hmm. What is it about artificial blueberry that they can just not get right? Is it the additional amount of sugar they put into it? I don't agree with you. I love artificial blueberry. Really? I mean, not I'm, not saying you, I'm not saying you don't love it, but artificial blueberry does, tastes nothing like an actual blueberry. Mm, you might be right about that. It, it just it it's so much sweeter. Yeah. Well, I mean, the uh, blueberry is kind of bitter and not sweet. Same with strawberry, though. I mean, the yeah. fundamental taste there, but they it's so like a, a maybe strawberry, I'm just so it? conditioned to strawberry that that's why it's my go to for everything. If you would just eat like an actual strawberry, you'd be like, well, this kind of has the same flavor profile, but it's it's very much not. Yeah. You no, know, there's also those ones you get a lot of sour ones and some bitterness to it too. Yeah, yeah. Strawberries Fun aren't biting into a strawberry. Aren't really sweet at all. No. Um you dip them in a little sugar, you're good to go. Well yeah, that's how you make strawberry shortcake. You cut up the strawberries and with the juice you pour sugar over that and that lets the juice mm-hmm. seep out and you have these like syrupy, delicious candy yeah. strawberries. Mm. That you put on the Little um, sponge cake cups with some whipped cream. You got your strawberry shortcake. Damn. So I, I was digging a little deeper into this, and it made me appreciate like what they what went into this. So like these these debuted in '85. Mm-hmm. They started working on this back in 1980. It took them five years to get this thing to market. Um, and the trick was, I guess, they you wanted to be able to pull it directly out of the freezer and put it in the toaster, and it'd be done. But the problem is, if you like most toasters, it, it, it's not meant to heat um, like it's the inside. inside like, yeah, it's it's not, not meant to cook. It's like a broiler. Yes. It is um, essentially that. Yeah. So like they had to come up, and they did multiple tests for years and years um, and to like like come up with the right, like weight and thickness and 
um, and testing different toasters and, and to finally get it so that like the, the inside would cook to the right temperature at the same time without burning the outside. Mm-hmm. And like when you realize the science and the R&D that goes into creating something like a, a toaster strudel. And then, and then to bring the price down, because they had to sell it for a dollar forty nine for a six pack back in the day. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to sell. Right, they wouldn't have been able to compete with pop tarts. Yeah, um, but like the amount of energy and effort, and it's when you think about it, like this is ridiculous. So you're making were, a toaster strudel. They basically figured out how to make a strudel dough, a, pa- a fl- pastry dough out of uh, old Chinese newspapers. <laughs> oh. God, they're still cheap, and they they still make like crazy flavors. Like I've had pumpkin pie, I've had like cupcake flavored uh, pumpkin pie are actually fucking phenomenal. And so really, is, so, I'm such a oh god, I'm uh, so are pumpkin pie pop tarts. They're pretty. I'm good. such a plebe when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like I do not stray from the originals at all for any like. I can't. I don't know what it is. I'm like I, I have I have no sense of uh, adventure. Adventure when Pop it comes tart. to uh, trying different, like, <clears throat> but this is like, like junk food and established things. Like if you if you bring me some like weird Thai dish, I'm like, oh, I will definitely try this. <laughs> but See, something that comes in the box, like, it's like, hey, we put a fun cartoon character on, and this is, tastes like cotton candy. I'm like, nah, give me my strawberry. Nah, I'm like, give me the freaking cotton candy flavor. That's how I was with bubble yum. That's how I am with anything. Like, oh, new flavor. That's why, that's why I'm always trying the latest monster or rock star. Yeah. That's true. You know, I always, I'm always giving them a try because I, I like to walk on the wild side of adventure. And 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 30 years from now, someone's going to be doing a show, a podcast about like just energy drinks and what the hell were we thinking? <laughs> It's like an arm growing out of the side of your head. What there's really, I mean, I mean, artificial sweeteners, yes, but there's nothing else in it that's not like in anything else. Like, Nature. Yeah, I mean, caffeine. <laughs> there's, it's like a cup of coffee. It's not like crazy. Uh-huh. It's like all those B vitamins. It's kind of weird, but still, it's they're vitamins, so they got to be healthy for you, right? Yeah, it's got to be healthy for you. Just like there is, you know, calcium in toaster strudels. <laughs> Oh, were they enriched? Were they enhanced? Ah, who the hell? They were, they were enhanced, all right. Yeah. yeah. But delicious. Sure were. Um, okay. Uh, maybe, I guess, it's, are you, are you have anything else to add to that? Or oh, no, no, please. Proceed. Okay. Here's my next pick. And it wouldn't be a food show unless I had my rec- my... Requisite McDonald's pick. East meets West with a fun new way to enjoy McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. It's Chicken McNugget Shanghai. Now you get plump, tender chunks of chicken with three totally new oriental sauces. Cantonese sweet and sour, teriyaki, hot mustard, plus chopsticks, and a McFortune cookie. Taste the Orient at McDonald's. Pick up Chicken McNugget Shanghai or try to. But chop, chop. The offer ends soon. I believe we talked about these in the show before, how it's kind of a wincy bit racist, the campaign. Just a, yeah, I don't want to go all snowflake on you. Right. But, uh... Right, I don't want to wow. piss off that. If that guy's still listening, 
Um, the guy who fucking went off on me and likes you, but hates me because I. Well, fair enough. It's a, that I understand that. Right. Uh, but um, I remember wanting these so bad because I was like intrigued by chopsticks as a kid. So basically, it was your standard chicken McNugget, which was my. I was. I'm never. I'm still not a burger guy. You know that about. Uh, mm-hmm. Know that about me. I uh, always. That's been... how you keep that slim physique. Eating chicken McNuggets all the time instead. Right. That's. I mean, if anyone wants dieting advice, just eat chicken McNuggets. You'll be fine. I guarantee it. Um, but I, I'm always. I was like chicken tenders, you know, at Burger King, chicken McNuggets at Wendy's, uh, meat meat tacos at Taco, not beef, <laughs> meat. <laughs> But but uh, at Taco Bell, but um, at, at McDonald's, it was always chicken McNuggets for me. Occasionally, Chef salads when they had their salads originally. I would like to veer off into the weird world of Chef salads. Uh, I'm I just find it insulting. I know, but I was a weird kid. I didn't like burgers. Didn't do it for me. So I liked French fries. Obviously, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Sure. But but um, I would get. The sh- we we'd go down. There was this this McDonald's in Rehoboth Beach on the on the like the main road leading to the boardwalk, and you know we were upper little lower mi- like middle class, like family like you know we were lower lower upper lower middle class like we we didn't yeah. have money, so we were all staying one hotel room and this motel which was probably you know expensive, uh, for my family back then and we'd ha- one night we'd eat at like the pizza joint down there. Um, grottos but the other time like for lunch we'd go to mcdonald's and that i remember that was the first time i ever had like the chef salad back it was before they had like all their fancy salads and everything it was just like the garden salad or the chef salad and i got the chef salad and i was like i got the thousand island dressing and i i was obsessed over it but any other time i eventually would move on to the mcchicken but i love the chicken mcnuggets um and then when these came out, they had three dipping sauces. They had hot mustard, um, Shanghai sweet and sour, or uh, their teriyaki. Mm-hmm. And you got all three when you ordered the pack. You either got a nine or a 20. Now, this is the reason I didn't get it until like much later. I was at a friend's house, and they ordered us like a 20 to split between all of us. And she's like, do you want... Wait, just one 20? Yeah. And and at the time, if you ordered the twenty, you got the Shanghai. So we got the Shang. That was the only one time I got to try the Shanghai because our my friend's mom ordered us a twenty piece for like three of us, four of us. I think it's amazing and adorable that you actually remember this. I am it. It amazes me to no end. I know, I know you have some kind of Rain Manish thing going on, but this is too sweet. You, you like you don't remember things like this. No, I don't. I do not recall a specific incident in which my friends ordered a twenty-piece chicken McNugget and we shared it and got the. No, my friend's mom did. She, he, yes, and we shared the twenty-piece <laughs> chicken nugget. So it was five each. So that was about smart. But first of all, I've never shared a twenty-piece <laughs> chicken McNugget. Well, um, we all obviously wanted Happy Meals, and she wasn't buying us all Happy Meals. So you know, it's not like I had rich friends. So she got this 20-piece Shanghai chicken nugget, and we got these three weird dipping sauces. And I was, like, kind of pissed I wanted barbecue. But I like the teriyaki because teriyaki is just, like, pineapple and salt, like sugar and salt. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is this is kind of like barbecue sauce. 
And I wouldn't try the hot mustard or the sweet and sour. My friends kept telling me, but we kept fucking around with chopsticks and we could not use them for the life of us because you get <laughs> chopsticks. With them. And then they gave us two fortune cookies for four of us kids. Oh, that's a dick move. Yeah, right. And I was pretty, I just remember, I remember being Gretzky at first because she Such was like, a great word. we couldn't get um, Happy Meals. But then it came back like, oh, she ordered 20 pieces. They're like, okay. And then they kept Shanghai. I was like, what? We got Shanghai chicken nuggets? But if at the time, I guess if you ordered the 20 piece, you got the Shanghai kit. So we got the Shanghai dipping sauces. She didn't ask us what dipping sauces we wanted, but we got these Shanghai ones. And then we, we had the chopsticks. Um, there, there's one pair, and we just were fucking all with them. But yeah, because what kid needs any utensil to eat, chopst- uh, to eat chicken nuggets? Oh. <sighs> Why did I Google image Chicken McNugget? Yeah, I know. Pink slime. No, it's just, I don't care. It looks amazing. Oh, you're hungry. Uh, I'm hungry. And like, the, I'm, the, I'm going tomorrow. So I'm getting a She ordered McNugget. us the 20 McNuggets, and this bitch didn't get us any french fries either. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're in the car, smelling bitch. chicken nuggets, and we get home, and she pours us each water out of the sink to eat our chicken nuggets. Right? Oh, okay, that's a dick move. I get know, the, right? Get the damn soda. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Share that straw. Share those germs. People still vaccinated back then. You'll be fine. Oh, she got herself a Diet Coke. Oh, what the hell? I know. I was fucking furious. I'm like, we could have all had Happy Meals. Sweet. Toys, five nuggets, our own well, fry. I just think that you're investing soda. in your sanity because now you just got how many kids? There are four of you. Mm-hmm. Now you four little shitbags have toys to play with, and she can go and you know, you know, peruse her Vogue and drink her Diet Coke all day long and not worry about you. Yeah, and said she got us. I, I was, I was still like, as soon as I know when she pulled out of the bag and I saw it was in that red and gold Shanghai McNuggets box, I was like, can it be? Because I wanted these so bad, and my mom, my dad was always like. I'm not getting you a nine-piece chicken nugget, you little dick. You're going to eat three and leave the rest. They're sitting there. Wait, how did your dad say it? Uh, Ryan, you're not getting nine-piece chicken nugget. I don't care what kind of a magic Chinese sauce they come with. <laughs> Thank you're not, you. You're only going to eat three. Um, wait, wait you're only, was this back then or was this just the other day? Because <laughs> I have seen you not finish a chicken nugget before. I know, I am. <laughs> As I finish mine along with my quarter pounder. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they they serve you in a 10-piece now, and that's just too many chicken nuggets. I don't understand what you're I saying. I could eat about eight. That's my limit on nuggets. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, to be fair, you're right, and you should. And it, at, it's probably around six where the flavor just stops. Kind of like, uh, you know, like Zoo Stripe. Like, uh, Fruit Stripe. Stripe gum. Yeah, you become numb to the. Yeah, the so there's no reason to carry and... on after like six, but you you just do it out of you know if you're a, a truly uh, red blooded American, red blooded, uh, highly high cholesterol American, uh, you finish that. I know, because there are children in a starving country somewhere, and. And what bigger way to say F you than I don't taste anything. I don't need the, need this for the calories, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm full. I've ordered too much food to begin with, but I'll, God damn it, I'm going to finish it. Yes, God bless America. Oh, boy. So, yeah, McNuggets Shanghai. I, I figured I'd share that little story. Uh, 
got, I'm so getting chicken McNuggets tomorrow at some point. I was even gonna pack. I was gonna have a salad. I was gonna I was gonna eat healthy tomorrow. That's all. And, you know? Would you believe that's all I had to add? A healthy salad. It was uh, romaine lettuce with uh, broccoli and cauliflower and some torn up rotisserie chicken. I had a rotisserie chicken too. <laughs> not that I shared it with my family. Not the whole thing. Dick. It was so you said it. I had a rotisserie <laughs> chicken. It, I, yeah, I do have a track record. That would come off as like I ate an entire. That, that, that's not a lot though. That's actually really not. No, no. Um, okay, so the next, your next pick, I was talking about this on our show tonight, and uh, our friend Jake didn't know what the fuck these were, and the whole crew, got, the whole crew got pissed at him. It was great. Him. Yeah, I know, right? And then no once he googled them, he realized he's eaten packages amongst packages of them. But okay, thank you. It's not like some weird discontinued thing. Like I actually, I even went so far as to pull up uh, Amazon reviews of these because it's so much fun. All right, here's Squeezer's next pick. City News, Mr. Keebler. Can you tell us what your new sandwich cookies look like? No comment. Well, we hear they've got creamy fillings. No comment. Keebler introduces new E.L. Fudge sandwich cookies, buttery cookies with creamy fudge, chocolatey cookies with peanut butter middles, and chocolatey cookies with vanilla cream. We hear they're all delicious. They are? Oh, were you talking to the cookie? The cookie? <clears throat> No comment. New E.L. Fudge Sandwich Cookies from Keebler. Mm. Great. I almost went out and bought a pack of these myself. Um, can I tell you a quick Keebler story? Oh, please do. So I, I might have told this story on the podcast before, but um, <laughs> so there's a ma- there's a, f- a, a major highway intersection that if we're going like... Uh, I think if we're going west towards Pittsburgh, we live kind of right outside the greater Philadelphia area. And if we go west towards that great. Pittsburgh, uh, there is um, there is a route uh, uh, where Route 178 meet for your for your knowledge. Okay. For the longest time, there was a giant building there with the Keebler logo on it. Yes. My dad used to tell us that's where the elves lived. <laughs> you do? Yes. Yeah. And that's where they made the cookie. So I loved passing this building. Like, I was mm-hmm. obsessed with it. It was, like, the highlight of my life. Like, oh, we're passing the Keeler building. Now there's similar connotation for me because Samuel Adams moved their brewery down there. Uh, so across the street, the Sam Adams made the biggest Sam Adams brewery is right there on that same part of land. So now, like, the beer ales make my, Sam, what I'm drinking right now, Sam Adams Summer Ale. My uh, cousin works there, you know that now? So many people. They keep hiring more and more people. I know. You know that he gets, like, three, he can take home, like, three cases a day or something ridiculous? Yeah, that's what uh, Uncle Bix used to work there. He had the same situation. And, and why, I, hmm. hang on. So they're hiring? <laughs> well, uh, Enchantress went to uh, college for a lot of scientific things. I think like um, organic chemistry and molecular biology or some, some sort of smart stuff. Yeah. Well, she, she's also in QA for a lot of people. And so like a job in QA for a beer company is something that's been on her radar in the past. I'm like, why don't you look for jobs? It's literally five minutes from our house and free beer. 
imagine all she could probably get me summer ale before it's even on the shelves it's crazy. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean and then craft took over that building right I uh, don't know. I don't know what it is now. It's I think, weird. I, it craft and then something. That's something else. That broke my heart though when it left. Yeah, yeah. You got. You kind of got excited. Yeah, you did. It was as a kid. You thought the elves were in there because you don't know how big the world is. You don't realize that there's bakeries in like every region. Mm-hmm. Like, like you don't realize that there are no elves. Wait, what? Yeah. Well. No, I'm sorry, Squeeze. There are. Go ahead. Explain to us why you picked Yell Fudge. Uh, here's the th- here's the thing. Not only are they they're delicious, okay? Um, because who doesn't love a nice little fudge cookie? Um, basically, it's. Did a... you used to play with them like mini action figures? Yes, that's why they're on my list. Because nothing like a cookie genocide, um, to fulfill um, the needs of a young boy where uh. In, in a first world country, the, the need for war and the dismemberment of the tribe next to you isn't necessary. So you have to take that out on something. And as a kid, you were trained. You bit the head off animal crackers. Uh, and as a you know, younger, as a youth, you'd bite the head off your, your Keebler elves. And eventually you graduate to biting your legs off first and making them watch, you know, as you ate their friends. Um, Fast Eddie um, would always be the first to go. Always take out Fast Eddie first because he's fast. You got to take his feet out or he's going to run away. Um, and then, or sometimes you split them and you eat out their insides. Um, always, always making Ernie watch as his subordinates are devoured before him. Um, but yeah, you were like the Godzilla and you, you would thoroughly enjoy going through and, and devouring um, the elf cookie people. Yeah, I I did. Uh, I I mean, devouring. Yes, you're like oh, I bite your head off. I'm gonna drown you in milk. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you treat him like a witch. Like you strap him to a little straw ladder and dip him in and drown him. <laughs> they always reminded me of like giggles when giggles were gone. Is that what they were called? Giggles. What were those smiley faces? Those smile face cookies. The cookies. Yeah. I probably know them. They, you picked them just... in one of your... No, I didn't. Did yeah. I? Oh, God, no. I didn't pick these. These things are terrifying. Are they called giggles? Yeah, they are giggles. You didn't yeah. pick giggles? Nope, never picked giggles. I don't oh. remember these. Oh, my God. I had uh, giggles. We loved giggles. The Bisco giggles. Look them up. They were like the vanilla cookie with the chocolate fudge and the vanilla fudge in the middle. They were my jam. I loved Giggles cookies, and when they went away, I was oh shit. We are you are you sure you never did Giggles? Never did Giggles. Uh, you know, could someone listen to our shows and come back and and let me, let us know? I thought you. Did I giggles. never did Giggles. This is all new to me. I don't remember these at all. Man, I think my mom would have kept them away from me because I would have cried just looking at them. The only reason I left Giggles off the list is because I thought you did them. You picked no, them nobody. Oh, you got man. time. Yeah, giggles. Oh, let me quick do my research and knock one of my things off. No, but I I love giggles and giggles went away and these were the closest thing to giggles because there was the white cookie with the fudge uh, icing inside. Mm. 
Giggles were always fun too because you'd bite into them and sometimes like the frosting would come out of their eyes. It was oh, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, oh. yeah, you all fudges. Uh, they still make them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, like I, I went on uh, Amazon. I'm looking and people. I I went down to the one star reviews and of course it has uh, it's only three point seven out of five stars. And that's because there's a 17% one-star rating because most of them uh, got them through the pantry and they all came broken, which who wants, like, bro- you, I want to break them myself, you know? I don't want them to come, like, I don't want, like, a hearse showing up and dropping a, a body on my porch, you know? Um, but my, my favorite, if I could, rather than, you know, me try to describe the flavor of them, I'll let this up to someone who posted this. Filling tasted like sugar paste mixed with some sort of oil. Borderline greasy. No flavor. Just some, quote, fudge coloring. After biting in the first cookie, yuck, I threw them all away. Wow, what a bitch. Or dick. You, you, um, you have no place. Go, go back to, go to Canada. All right, go to Canada or some place that doesn't have EL fudge cookies because... You, you don't deserve EL fudge cookies, sir or ma'am. I'm not going to even bother clicking on your link. For everyone else, though, that suffered the crushed uh, EL fudge cookies, I, I, I'm I, very, very sorry for your loss. I hope, though, that you still ate them anyway, because even in pieces, they are delicious. Oh, man. I'm going to go on Amazon and write some good reviews for EL fudge. They deserve it. They do. Uh, so what made you pick EL fudge over fudge stripe cookies? Um, I was kind of torn that, and I just, I like the, the other thing is to the commercials there. You can go find them online and they're just fun. I watched a whole bunch of EL fudge commercials too. Fudge stripe has become for Keebler what Oreo is for Nabisco. Like all the flavors, they, they don't do as many, but they're, mm-hmm. when they, when they do like a new, there's like a pumpkin spice they do a mint, they do a lemon, they do a birthday cake. They do a lot of different fudge stripe cookies now. I, I initially, fudge stripe was my go-to. I think they do a velvet cake, a velvet, a red velvet too. Well, I was, I, I was sadly informed that red velvet is just chocolate with dye. Yeah, that's... But I didn't know that growing up. That broke my heart. It's, red, it's chocolate with, with dye, but it's also um, the cream cheese icing is what does it that's what makes it sure but you could also do it with just chocolate it doesn't have to be red yeah yeah. but it's still i think it's a visual thing like it cues your mind that is going to be something different so i stand by that but fudge stripe is probably amongst my favorite cookies of all time and i think it has everything to do with being able to stick it on my finger and like eat it in the round (laughs) around yeah 100 percent. that's what everyone did yeah uh and then you get the ring of chocolate around your finger then you get to lick it off Oh, they got they have cinnamon rolls. Mm. They have cinnamon roll fudge stripes. Nope. Oh, I'm looking at all the different. You're listing all these flavors that I will I will never try because I am a you junk food yeah, you coward. Won't, you won't go from. Mm, man, there's been a lot of them. They've done birthday cake, cinnamon roll. I said that. God, this is making me so hungry. Uh, strawberry cheesecake. Uh, they did like dinosaur ones, like Fudgesaurus and Vanilla Don. Lemon cream pie, peppermint, the red velvet, obviously, chocolate caramel. Yeah, they do a lot of um, fudge stripes. They're they're like Oreo, I guess. Mm-hmm. God, they're so good. 
Couldn't tell you the last time I know I just had a pack of cookies. Uh, I could, I, I, our buddy Munch at work, he had a fucking oh my god, I don't family know size pack of oh that carrot cake, oh pumpkin spice and carrot. Yeah, a family size pack of Oreos. Family size pack of Oreos. In a matter of two and a half hours, three hours. No, 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 no. I, I thought it was before the first period was over. Oh, seriously? Yeah. No wonder he doesn't that's shut what, the hell that's up. That's what Drucker told me. Yeah. Oh God. Like I did, I did the math. It is a like ten thousand some calories. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's really disgusting. He's a he's a monster with a un a un, un, un bashed and abominable. Yeah. Um, he's like a Zarlac pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are you waiting for? Ice Cream Jones. A new ice cream called cereal. My name's Ice Cream Jones. I'm bringing the kids my ice cream cones. A crunchy new cereal for breakfast. The great taste of ice cream cones. Whoa! I'll have vanilla. Give me chocolate chip. They look like little ice cream cones. And taste like them. The crunchy part of this nutritious breakfast. My name's Ice Cream Jones. With the great taste of ice cream cones. New ice cream cones. So, I probably talked about this before, and I, in fact, I know I have, but mm-hmm. for me, there's no 80s food I remember, junk food more, than ice cream cone cereal. It was consisted of little, like, balls, kind of like um, Kicks or, or uh, Cocoa Puffs or at Tricks at the time, and... Um, like like round cones that like mini sugar cones. They re-released this in their early two thousands with the same balls, but like the cone pieces were these triangle pieces, mm-hmm. and they weren't. Uh, the, it just wasn't the same. But oh. this. Was oh, like, you know what? I do remember you talking about this because I was gonna come up with. I was gonna combine kicks and bugles. Yes, right. Yeah, it looks like bugles. Yeah, but it's not salty corn stuff. Well, I mean, it's probably corn meal but um, not as salty not as salty uh nothing's as salty as bugles it was four grains too i think it was rice corn wheat and uh, what's the fourth grain rice corn hops and barley (laughs) what a delicious cereal yeah right hops and barley uh i'm gonna four grains four grains Couscous. Uh, okay, so basic four. Let's see what that is. Um, what the frick? I don't want raisin nut brand. I want basic four. I'm trying to. Okay. Whole grain wheat, whole grain corn, whole grain oats. That's corn and whole grain and rice. Yeah, and rice. Oh, the oats that you're missing. Yeah, oats. Oats was I was missing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oats and oats. uh, I think oats and oats and rice. uh, Oats and rice. I think make some of the best cereals because, my personal opinion, I hate that. I always bitch about the. Cereals that go to the strict cornmeal recipes, like the mm-hmm. the um, monster cereals used to be an oat-based cereal piece, and then they switched the recipe to corn-based cereal piece, and it's just like a mushy corn 
flavor. It's just not the same. It's Captain Crunch holds up because it's got that oat flour base. Yep. Uh, and they had the vanilla and the razor blades. Yeah, well, the razor blades. Uh, there's two flavors: the vanilla and the chocolate chip um, cones. Uh, and they like packed them with like a five pack of rainbow bubblegum. I remember. And there was also like a a bubblegum machine mail away that my mom actually did for me, and I got like a little bubblegum machine. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um. They 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 kind of tasted almost exactly like Cookie Crisp. I could describe what they tasted like. Hmm. Uh, the scoop pieces were like way sweet and uh, uh, less flavorful. The cone pieces actually tasted like ice cream cones, kind of. In fact, they might oh, have like been, like an actual like waffle sugar, yeah, like, co- like, like, a, like a, sugar a, cone? a sugar cone, exactly. Yeah. So they I might have even used cone. a sugar cone recipe to make these pieces. But yeah, this this was so good, and there's. I don't know, I guess like now they have to be careful what they release, but they don't even, there's so much weird cereal coming out and cereal is so much great. And I have all these cereals in my fridge that I got a taste test for everybody. I just got to do like a video, set up my, like my little gimbal camera mm-hmm. and just record myself eating and tasting these, these cereals. Cause I've, I bought so many cereals to review after <laughs> the start of the year. Cause so many good ones came out. There's a fucking Sour Patch Kids cereal now. Like there's so much cool cereal. I wonder would would it would it bother you like if they basically came out with this with the same components, mm-hmm. but just like different shapes. Like if they were just something generic, still got the same flavor profile and everything, but it was an ice cream cone. No. And they call it something else. Is it? It has to have the ice cream cone kind of feel to it. Yeah, I and I, I love this and it and a lot of people have pointed this stuff out. Like if you look at the box, it kind of looks like a fifty style. Yeah. But, like, in the 50s, like, in the 80s, they were using a lot of 50s style and everything. Like, um, yeah, it's the whole uh, Happy Days thing. Right. The same reason why they use a lot of 80s stuff now or 90s stuff now. It's, like, appealing to the parents who are buying the stuff for their kids. Because if you walk up and say, Mom, buy me this, and they say, oh, this looks like the old ice cream shop from the 50s. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. It's, it's, it appeals to the parents. It's gonna, you know, it's going to sell more than just if appealing to the kids. You gotta, are you saying they're trying to trick me? Absolutely are. Then let them trick me. Let them trick you. I will uh, buy her all the Ninja Turtle shit she wants. <laughs> Did you see they they on my my story today? I posted on the Rad Years. Oh, you're not on Instagram. They, no. They, so, um, some company. Hold on, let me get the official company stuff. I am like dark. Like I am staying off of the majority of websites that would potentially spoil anything. Well, yeah, you can't. I'm so terrified. So uh, that new Nickelodeon Ninja Turtle show, The Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. there's two new uh, treat frozen treats that are out for them: a vanilla, a green vanilla ice cream with chocolatey caramel turtles mixed in with it. Now here's the cool thing: a tropical punch flavored frozen confection popsicle that looks like those old school good humor bar head it's just they're just missing the gumball eyes oh shit sweet it's tropical punch frozen confection bar do you see them who, who makes it? Is it it's not blue bunny then no nah, i don't i don't know the, the brand uh it could be blue bunny they're kind of not branded um uh, 
I don't see a brand. I posted it on our story today. It's it's I saw that I was like, oh shit, that looks just like the old uh bars we used to get at the beach. It just doesn't have the mm-hmm. bubblegum eyeballs. But uh yeah, that's ice cream cone cereal from General Mills. And it's not my only General Mills pick on this <gasps> list, squeezer, but it is my only cereal pick. Teaser. It's surprising for you. Yeah. Uh, I had others, but I left them off, and because you just can't go all cereal. Here's your. I don't know what the fuck this is. Your next. Wait, pick. really? Oh okay. yeah. Here we go. Well, I, it, there, there's three in this commercial. I'm, I'm doing the one in the middle. All right. You can twist the fun of make believe with Chef Boyardee. good for us right <laughs> that's my favorite part i'm pretty uh, sure we probably had this i'm looking at it, i'm like yeah we probably had this roller coasters probably so, we had all the like the the chef boy we had the spaghettios with meatballs was like my sister's favorite fucking thing on the planet yeah so roller coasters um where spaghettios and don't get me wrong i love a good can of spaghetti and they're great cold too like you just have just pound a can of spaghettios if you I need l- them. i like spaghettios with sliced up hot dogs in them oh um, so good those are my favorite um but um you could argue sometimes that maybe spaghettios might be a little too thin you know like just noodle wise sauce wise if you want something a little heartier beefier like if there was a stew version of spaghettios and and that's what your roller coasters are, because roller coasters are basically they they took all the scraps off the lasagna noodles when they were just cutting them up, and threw them in this, like they're like they're the crinkly. It's a thicker crinkly noodle, um, with little mini meatballs in the tomato sauce. And the tomato sauce was also different than some of the other sauces. It had a different flavor. I can't. It was. It down. Tomato sauce mixed with high fructose corn syrup. That's the flavor. Thank you. That's the flavor profile. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it, it was more like a more filling, more heartier uh, 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 spaghettio, you know, if, if you will. And they, they discontinued this. You can't get roller coasters anymore. But basically all it is is um, the Chef Boyardee lasagna. Now is is well. That's what it was. They're, oh, it is. They are they're lasagna noodles. That's one of my. I, that's like my favorite Chef Boyardee. When I get like a Chef Boyardee cup, my favorite one's the lasagna. Well, there you go. But the the only downer is with the lasagna. It, they have it. You could either get it plain or with the meat sauce. You can't get them with the meat balls. No. So that's really the difference there. If if they were to just come out with a Chef Boyardee lasagna with meat, mini meat balls, you got roller coasters back. Hmm. Um, but they did come in a cool blue can. Kind of stood out. You know what I'm um, pissed about right now? And it just dawned on me. Yeah. None of us picked new Coke. Huh. That's a good point. 
Oh, man. I remember that. I feel like I thought about it, but we just never... I, I didn't even think about it until now. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, ah, oh, new Coke. Why didn't... Cherry I might have thought that we already talked about it. No, no, we didn't. It was it's really? and, and nothing's more eighties than new fucking Coke, oh, right? Yeah. Ah, well, there's always. Trust me, there's always next time. Ah, well, so next time when I do like three of these five picks, and I'll add new Coke to it. <laughs> I'll talk about McDonald's Shanghai Nuggets and ice cream cone cereal for the tenth time. <laughs> Because I, I even added some other stuff to my, my random ongoing list. I had, uh, just to be 100% transparent so you don't get mad at me, I had, well, not you, Squeezer, but the audience, I had Jello Pudding Pops on, but I couldn't bring myself to play a commercial with that fucking monster in it, so fuck uh, him. Good point. Oh, really? Because I would have gone with him because those are fucking delicious. You can you can put the worst criminal on the planet, you know, <laughs> I'd put him on our show every day because the product he hawked was absolutely fantastic. Not only and were I the, will forgive him all his trespasses just because the company paid him money to tell me to buy them. I won't, but th- I love pudding pops and gelatin pops. They oh, were awesome. Pudding pops were so good. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, they were the only I, popsicles that tasted better when they had like the freezer burn on them. Yes. Yes. That, oh. For some reason, they they worked with the they were so yeah, um like well I like uh, your traditional like uh, Schwann man fudgesicle, uh I I always liked with a little freezer burn too that was pretty good, but they're also along the same lines as a pudding pop, right? It's um, like almost the same thing. Yeah, you just that vanilla uh, chocolate swirl. Yeah, yeah oh it, yeah. god, they're so and the way they soften up a little faster and yeah, kind of yeah, and they kind of almost like, like turn like a soft serve on a stick. Right, and they start like bending down. Yeah, like, like a mm-hmm. like a like a tongue laying out of a dog's mouth. Yes, god, those were so good. Um, I actually on my my list, I it wasn't an '80s thing. I came across it. They only because they only came out in like I think '90 or '91. But uh, remember PB crisps? Yeah, of course. They were yeah. they were '90s though. Yeah, they were '90s. That's why. But I, I ended up putting them on my, my to-do list down the road when ah, I. Ah, I love PB Crisps. Yeah. They were so good, and this coming from a guy that I would just pop a whole peanut shell in my mouth and eat so, a whole. So. I don't remember if these were actually a thing or not, but for some reason I'm just remembering now they were talking about it. Uh, pudding roll-ups was that a thing? Let me Google this. It was like a fruit roll-up, but it was a pudding. Pudding roll. I want to say yes. I'm pretty sure we had yes. Betty Crocker yeah, it pudding. Yeah, like a swirl kind of thing. No, it was like it was no. it was a pudding roll up. It was they had butterscotch, chocolate. Yeah, but they had like a swirl pattern, didn't they? No, they were just solid. Yeah. What am I thinking of then? That kind of had like a, a, a chocolate fudge, butterscotch, and milk chocolate. I remember as we were talking about pudding, I'm like, wait, what did else? Like that floppy. Yeah, uh, unroll pill from the cellar flame chew. Yeah, so I remember when we were we were talking about floppy. Oh, yeah, I remember these pudding, and I'm like, wait a minute, I remember something like that. And that taste, I was like, they were pudding roll-ups. Yeah, we had pudding roll-ups. Mm-hmm. It was George's pudding skin singles before. Oh man, we're we're really coming up with a lot of ideas. Oh my god, I wish I would have picked show. pudding roll-ups. All right, we got to. All right, this show's not going to come out in April because we got to redo the whole thing now. Yeah, I know. Three delicious flavors: milk chocolate, chocolate fudge, the beautiful Matt LeBlanc, and and butterscotch in fun roll-up form. 
Try new pudding. I could have cut like the five things I've already talked about, like <laughs> Shanghai McNuggets or ice cream cone cereal to do pudding roll-ups. In well, fact, I'm going to do that right now. now. I'm cutting ice cream cone cereal. It's still going to be in the show, but I'm putting pudding roll-ups. I completely forgot about pudding roll-ups, and I just completely jogged my weird memory when we when I when I was talking about how they kind of like 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 drooped over, and I'm like, yeah. oh, what was that taste? I'm like, wait, wait a minute, pudding roll-ups. Like, here's an ad for them. Real pudding rolled up into a great-tasting new snack. How do you make creamy pudding into a chewy snack roll? That's Betty Crocker's secret. But it's no secret how delicious new pudding roll-ups taste. That's because every milk chocolate, chocolate fudge, and butterscotch pudding roll-up starts with real pudding. And real pudding makes it wonderfully rich, full of made-with-milk wholesome goodness, full of fun, too. I can taste it in my mouth right now. That's exactly... I was, I, like, pulling the package open. It was like uh, that paper foil wrapper. Ah, pudding mm-hmm. roll-ups. Make that little. I guess it was fruit roll-ups that they had like a swirl pattern ones. Yeah, not it just never was pudding. Like the, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But yes, the the uh, the pudding roll-ups. Absolutely, I remember having those. And that, that was one of those little tricks too. It's like fruit roll-up. Like once the parents catch on, it's like, oh, this is just sugar. Oh, pudding roll-ups. It's pudding. I don't think our parents ever realized there was sugar. Because my mom used to be like, oh no, no, that's sugar. But here's Sunny D. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Which well, that, that was the whole fruit snack thing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, right. It's not gummy in, bears. In hindsight, you realize, oh, my God, this is death in a bag. Yeah, but you still, like, you still would salivate over, like, pure candy more than, like, yeah. even though there was kind yeah. of candy, like, the little bit of healthiness that they kind of tried to snuck in there to get you to buy it made you not, made you still want, like, amazing fruit gummy bears over, mm-hmm. like, gummy snacks but yeah putting even though um, gummy gummy bears actually i read had more protein yeah uh, gelatin because it came from animal hoof oh can we somehow bring putting i want i want pudding roll-ups so bad right now Uh, oh hey i'm going to go get some chicken nuggets as soon as the show's done so mcnuggets oh here's a here's a commercial we're rolling into this month's video with a chocolatey pudding treat that didn't require a spoon to eat oh holy shit General Mills runs the General Mills archive site. Oh, our work is done for us. What the heck? Well, now I know why you're going to be exhausted in the morning. Right. Now let's see what this says about it. Here, we'll play this video. It's just short. It's like a minute. It's showing all different General Mills logos. Inside the General Mills archives. Welcome to this month's episode of Inside the General Mills Archives. I'm Jessica. And I'm Katie. And this month, we're talking about pudding Pudding roll-ups. Pudding roll-ups debuted in 1987. They were just what the name implies. Great tasting pudding in a fun roll-up form. They followed in the footsteps of Betty Crocker's popular fruit roll-ups, which were the number two brand in the wholesome snack category in 1986. Wholesome snack category. Pudding (laughs) roll-ups came in milk chocolate, chocolate fudge, and butterscotch flavors. And there were eight individually wrapped rolls per box. Is this your dream job right now? Like... Unwrap the flavor, roll out the fun, was the introductory promotional tagline, followed by a commercial featuring three kids dressed as detectives. I remember this commercial. New pudding roll ups, pudding in disguise. And rumor has it, actor Seth Green, remember him? Mm. He was one of the pudding loving kids featured in the ad. Betty Crocker introduced Pudding Bits in 1988 to create a bigger and stronger oh, pudding, pudding Bits. It was like but freaking pudding fruit snacks. And unfortunately, the product was discontinued shortly after. Do you have a product you want to ask us about? Reach out to us on our social channels. 
Post your comment or oh, question. You know to the who's going to be doing that? Page, or you can find us on Twitter or Instagram too. At Thanks General for Mills. Us. See you next time. You think these are still good? No, probably not. I'm totally going to try. I wouldn't do that. You're going to get sick. Whatever. Oh my God, look at all this shit in the background. Hey, they stole my idea about eating old. Uh... They did. Oh, I have to. That? I have to get here. We have to go here and and tape. In whatever this place is that they are. Remember when we were walking through like the archival walls of Just Born with the Mike and Ikes and yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. How excited I was! Imagine mm -hmm. if it was like a company that had all this IP, like So Delicious and Shark Bikes and Dunkaroos and. Mm -hmm. Like, cause Betty didn't have the full like resources at your like you just gushers. You don't even call and... a number. You just hit an extension. Like, and like I, I need to talk to the shark bite guy. You might not remember it, but you might <laughs> you might think Betty Crocker was just cake. But Betty Crocker made every frink, single fruit snack you ate as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like shark bites, uh, so delicious. Gushers, surfs up, uh, fruit swirls, um, fruit roll ups. It was all and pudding roll ups and, and pudding bits. It was mm -hmm. all Betty Crocker. Well, that was a fun walk down memory lane. Wow. We really we took we took we we hit a pocket there and we we gave you guys an extra pick that we didn't even think of. I I thought that of it. was that was a, a, the first successful tangent we've ever had. Yeah, that was a, that was a tangent that like was on topic. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think we just need to call it quits now. Yeah, we should. But I got a good pick. I got another General Mills pick here coming. This is something else you can find in the General Mills archive. Night in select cities. You will love the first bite, outrageously right, new kudos, granola snacks. Pleasing, teasing, kudos, I'm yours. I'm yours. Nutty fudge, chocolate chip, peanut butter, kudos, you won me over any other. Electrifying, granola fire, simply nutritious, outrageously delicious, kudos, I'm yours. Kudos. We're staying on topic with food that was marketed as nutritious, but was just candy. And it's not purest form. Kudos bars. The three original flavors, uh, before they start adding M&Ms and Snickers and Dove and all sorts of shit in them, mm -hmm. uh, were uh, peanut butter, which is the ones my mom always bought, nutty fudge, and chocolate chip. And they're all chocolate covered, all three bars. They weren't like mm -hmm. the ones now with have like a swizzle and like a chocolate bottom with M&Ms and shit in it. And they were launched in 1986 and they were huge. I remember peanut butter kudos were a mainstay in our pantry as kids and in our lunches. I, everyone always had a kudos bar in their lunch. Yeah, I felt like you're right. It was a marketing thing that was brilliant. Yeah, you, like parents thought, okay, this is a granola bar. It's healthy. No, this is a fucking candy bar with granola in it. Yeah. And then they later started putting candy bar pieces. Like when they relaunched in 2017, I do believe they got discontinued again. They had Snickers, Dove, and M&M versions of these kudos. <sighs> Nothing will ever be peanut butter kudos. They were delicious and no. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it, well, it's the peanut butter thing. And it, that's the same thing with all those bars like either it's, whether it's an energy bar or a snack bar or just you know whatever i i have the peanut butter ones are just 
they're the go-to. Like I just remember the the boxes and the colors. Like the the or- the peanut butter was the orange writing with the they were they're all white in the white bag, and then um, the chocolate chip was the green and the nutty fudge was the blue. And it reminded me of like the old um, Twix bars. So when Twix decided to branch off from their peanut butter and caramel, they added cookies and cream and fudge, which we talked about in the show already. And mm-hmm. um, the peanut butter was orange. The caramel, which became the the only Twix bar was uh, red and the cookies and cream was brown and the fudge was blue and the fudge also was blue on this. I, as kid, as a kid, I noticed these marketing techniques that most people don't even notice. Now as a kid, I was noticing, noticing these things. I was like, Oh, they're branding them kind of the same. So it must be like a trend or something. It's a child. I notice this shit. Yeah. I just, you go back and, you realize like the way they market it like and just the the writing on the on the packaging you're like oh this is more of an adult this isn't the candy bar and it's also not in the candy bar aisle no it's in the granola bar aisle yeah it's next to the healthy fruit snacks yes (laughs) what they what they call them in this video wellness snacks right yeah hold on to this month's episode of Inside the General Mills Archives. I'm Jessica. And I'm Katie. And this month, we're talking about Pudding Pudding Roll-Ups. Pudding Roll-Ups debuted in 1987. They were just what the name implies. Great tasting pudding in a fun roll-up form. They followed in the footsteps of Betty Crocker's popular fruit roll-ups, which were the number two brand in the wholesome snack category. Wholesome Wholesome. snack. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's corn syrup on cellophane. Yeah. Oh, inside, let's see what's in the full archives now. Um, uh, here we go. So, Sprinkle Spangles, Squeeze It, So Delicious, Dunkaroos, Body Buddies, I don't know what that is, Monster Cereals, Holiday Cookie Kits. <coughs> oh, sorry. That's you. Here comes another one. One more. Three, two, one. I wouldn't have rushed it. Ah, there it is. Um, man, so we gotta we gotta get to these so delicious. We're gonna talk about squeezes. We gotta talk about sprinkle spangles. This is a '90s show. We gotta talk about those. We can just do the entire. We'll just do an entire show off this site. General Mills Archives. Yeah, it's only ten videos. They have, they last updated it a oh. year ago. A year and change. Um, we do ten picks. But yeah, kudos bars. The Granola bar that definitely wasn't candy. Uh, we're on to your last pick, Squeeze. Wow. Already? We're moving. Hot pocket. That there's nothing more eighties in that commercial. Wow. Oh no! And just just think that that's an Oscar-winning cast in a hot pocket commercial. Uh, uh, explain. Uh, the 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 thirteen-year-old boy that says barbecue. Mm-hmm. Adrian Brody. Oh. Yeah, a young Adrian Brody. Just years before he played. Uh, Hammerling in the great uh, Angels in the Outfield. 
He was in Angels in the Outfield with uh, yep. Robin from The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was the uh, weirdo utility infielder um, that oh, pinch yes. hit. yes. And that, that's when, like, they've really jumped the shark when, like, Christopher Lloyd's, like, hacky-sacking the ball and he gets it inside the park home run. It's true. I don't remember that movie perfectly, but I, I probably do. I remember enough. It was when Disney owned the uh, Anaheim Angels, so they had to make a movie out of them. Got to make a movie. Um, but who does... There, there's something special about Hot Pockets. Um, it, it's I have two to three different flavors in my freezer right now. <clears throat> really? Oh, can, can, so you guess, can you guess what flavors? Uh... It's not going to be what I would have, probably. Go ahead and try. All right. So me, I'm 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 a very. Uh, uh, what would you have? See, I don't even know what flavors are out there outside of my basic. Like I like the, you know, like the ham and cheese, the cheese steak, and like the cheese pizza one. I have the ham and cheese. Okay. Pepperoni pizza. Pepperoni pizza, sure. That's like the default go-to classic hot pocket. It is. It's the first hot pocket I ever had. Yes, and and, and the beauty of that is, and this goes to what I was going to say about how something that's also like basically it heats up, but not perfectly. Right. You so get molten. At some point, you get a, you're, you get you're a sucking frozen on an piece, ice cube, and then you get molten burnt. But yeah, on the other yeah. side of the mouth, especially because the pepperoni, that hot grease that yeah. comes out of the pepperoni, it's like acid for blood. It's like like that's what Hicks got on his face. <laughs> um, and the last flavor is my my favorite flavor of hot pockets. Um It's gross as shit, but it's still my favorite flavor. Um hang on, I'm going to get this. Um uh, Cookie Crisp. No, uh, meatball and mozzarella. Oh, no, that's really good. Ah, it's so good. It's my favorite. I like it. Ah, it's my favorite. I, I've had that a couple times. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I also like the cheesesteak one. Uh, I've yet to try the taco or the beef barbecue. And, and for someone that lives in a region, it doesn't. It tastes nothing like a cheesesteak. No, God, no. <laughs> no, but it is delicious. Yeah, it's all still all good. Meal. And the, the pizza one doesn't taste like, doesn't taste like pizza. <laughs> That's a good point. The ham and Plus cheese one. It, that's because the pepperoni just overpowers it. The ham and cheese one just tastes like gooey salt. <laughs> delicious, 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 gooey salt. delicious gooey salt. Uh, who doesn't love a good hot pocket? I mean, this was the go-to, and this is again where I don't want to insult people. Like, hey, I used to eat these for dinner, and like, yeah, I did. Or there's parents out there going, hey, I give this to my kid. Guess yes. what? I used, will too. It's used to eat these for dinner. Yeah. Um, it's not like just last week I had one of these for dinner. And oh god, they're the del- here. Here's the problem. Um, I, I like to in- indulge a bit. Like I, it goes down too fast for me. Mm-hmm. So like I could easily like let me guess. You you have one at a time. You don't just eat the double box, do you? <laughs> no one. I barely could finish one. Jesus, it's how. I have to take my time so slowly eating these because I could just house them. No, not me. Ah, and it's 350 calories a pop. Remember when they started doing the gimmick ones? They had, like, the subs? 
Yeah. So they still had like meatball mozzarella, but it was in like a soft sub roll. Yeah. Or like the uh, the pot pie ones. The, the pot pie ones, the pretzels. They were also good. The sub one was my favorite. I think this, this was early 2000s, like Hot Pocket went off the rails. There were so many different kinds of well, Hot Pockets. That's when they started doing breakfast too. Yeah. Um, which now like a breakfast burrito is like the go-to for the, me. The croissant, they had like a croissant pockets. Yeah. Yeah, there was lots oh, of different hot. They were just... But the, these were just, like, the default. Like, you know, you're out playing as a kid. You're running around. Like, you, you missed dinner or at, you know, mom just gave up. And you're like, here. You throw it in the microwave. And now you had a nice, hot, crispy meal. Yeah. Uh, I my, The first time I had one was when we were out riding bikes. And I, I, I talked about you like this in, in, in private with you the other day. We went to Sims Market. Which mm-hmm. was by some house I was trying to get you to look at, uh, and we we got a hot pocket and we they had a microwave there. We made them and we and I ate it on our way home. And to me, at that point, you know how sometimes when you're really hungry, even the most like horrible stuff seems delicious. Oh yeah, yeah. This seemed like the best food I ever ate in my life. It was a pepperoni pizza hot pocket. It came in that like big bag. It was like the big size one that you got in the convenience store. Mm-hmm. It was it was bigger than the regular one you get in the two pack. That's why I like that's why I like cup of noodle like has a warm place in my heart. People are like how do you eat that? I'm like because it takes me back to my days of you know, like canoe trips and hiking and stuff. And it's like something hot. It just yeah, but also uh, they're delicious. Oh, they I guess they cup are, of noodles, they? ramen noodles are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. They're horrible. I, I, apparently, like they just sit in your gut and and, and kill you slowly from the inside. <laughs> but they're well, you so know what? good. All, in my mind, what I'm doing is I'm I'm fighting. I'm taking over space from the worms. Yeah, you know, yeah. they get confused. The the tapeworms they get trapped and strangled in the hot in the uh, in the ramen noodle mesh. And then eventually, you know, it. I guess it works its way out. Maybe I don't know. Can they do C-sections for ramen noodles and just remove, like, that that knot? And they pull it out like, like Clark pulling out the knot of Christmas lights. That's just in my stomach right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I could go for a Hot Pocket now, too. Man, this whole, this whole show, the whole time I'm sitting, I'm like, I was so hungry. And I couldn't tell you a lot. It's been a while since I had a Hot Pocket. I'm not, not years maybe months um but yeah it doesn't hurt to have them in the freezer does it no not at all you never know i there was a i told you there's that place that old hookah that hookah lounge i used to go to down in reading and that was a like their their specialty like was like they didn't really serve food but you could get something to eat and they'd have like elio's pizza and hot pockets and it was just the most magical thing you could possibly imagine they they knew their demographic. Well, uh, and uh, what would there be demographic? Well, I mean, we are the demographic. Sure. People who stay up till well, it's one thirty now, and we're still podcasting. Yeah. I might have. I have. I had lunch today at uh, twelve thirty. I had a salad. And then anything else today? I think a hot pocket might be in my future. Uh, maybe not. Just maybe more beer. Um, but yeah, hot pockets are delicious. And I think we're winding down. We're on my last pick. Oh, that was quick. 
It is one thirty in the morning, but that was still quick. It is, and uh, we've been going for almost uh, an hour and 45 minutes, so I guess it's time, though. You can only talk about junk food for so long. So I originally, of course, was going to pick Pudding Pops, even though we did kind of de facto talk about them. But this this product came out in 1977, but it didn't become popular to the 1980s. Uh, and this commercial's from the 1990s, but many of you will remember it. And um, here's my next pick. Big pieces, little pieces, masterpieces, Reese's pieces, head pieces, neck pieces, hair pieces, Reese's pieces, eye pieces, nose pieces, Reese's pieces, so uh you and i uh just recently drove through the town where these were and came from mm-hmm Mm-hmm. His work. We were in working Hershey, and uh, I was reading this little pamphlet. I found out there. Did you know um, they kept the Reese's factory? They still do to this day. The Reese's factory separate from the Hershey factory. I did because you told me that. Yes, because uh, the Reese's factory is not union, so they kept it separate. So they never had to make mm-hmm. a union. So they make all the candy for the Hershey stuff. And then they send it over to the Hershey factory. It's, it's crazy. You were saying that they, for like when they combine, combines, combine stuff, when they combine stuff, they actually have to buy it from Reese's? Yeah, just like, yeah. So like when uh, you get that Hershey bar with the Reese's pieces in it they make now, which is fucking delicious. You know what, you know what Enchantress gave me for Easter? You know the classic Hers- uh, Reese's peanut butter egg? Mm-hmm. She got me peanut butter eggs with Reese's pieces in them. Ooh. That's like the new thing, and I love Reese's Pieces. It's like probably my <coughs> favorite candy ever. I love peanut butter, and these really don't have peanut butter in them because you know how oily peanut butter is. Yeah. So they kept trying to use panning machines. Well, if you if you get peanut butter with oil in, or you just get like I like just raw peanut butter, which is filled with oil. You no, mi- well, mix peanut it. oil, but no, not like additional like palm oil. No, 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 no. But it's it's very oily. In fact, you have to mix it if you get raw peanut butter. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm saying there's oil that's healthy oil, but oil still. Yes. Yes. So I'm just talking about manufacturing, not healthier. Oh, okay. So when you manu, so they they make these things called the Hershey Ats, which were basically M M&M and M ripoffs. So they try to use the same manufacturing panning machines to make these Hershey Ats to make a. Um, peanut butter flavored uh candy but the oil would like leak into the shell and make it like very soft instead of crunchy mm-hmm. and it didn't give the flavor and the the, the 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 texture they were looking for so they turned to a bunch of crazy scientists who created a peanut flavored banache uh filling and um they, they they did tons of experimentation on like saltiness and thickness and color uh, for this panache, uh, and uh, it's the panache is like a fudge made from brown sugar, butter, and milk, and then they just flavored it with like peanut flavoring to make it um, peanut butter taste. But it's technically when you're eating Reese's Pieces, you're not eating peanut butter. It's a peanut butter flavoring 
like mm. of a fudge. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. It really does. But uh, there's no chocolate in these pieces, which I I like too, because like, you're not eating Reese's pieces for chocolate. Yeah, now, no, because if, if I want that, I'll have M&M's. Like, to me, like, M&M's are like your best friend, and Reese's pieces is his cooler cousin that when they come into town, you want to hang out with them more than your best friend. Oh, yeah. So Reese's pieces probably might not have ever made it through the 80s we might not have ever tried it being born in 82 me and 83 you but a little uh film student uh in 1982 he was he's a, more of a professional at this point because he kind of made this movie called jaws tried to get mars to put its product m&ms in this movie and M- uh, mars was like nah we're not putting um our uh, candy in this stupid alien movie but <laughs> then they came to hershey and Hershey accepted the offer, and a little alien by the name of E.T. ate and was obsessed with Reese's Pieces in the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh, after the movie came out, the sales increased 300%. <laughs> uh, everyone wanted Reese's Pieces because everyone wanted to eat the candy that fucking E.T. was eating. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I love it. I, Reese's Pieces are still to this day... The bomb candy. It's my favorite candy, if I would have to say. If you'd have to ask me to pick what my favorite candy is, Reese's Pieces are by now. So there's Reese's. Uh, Hershey just started recently putting Reese's Pieces in everything. I talked about the the eggs, but the the peanut butter cups. They put it in the Hershey's candy bar. You get a Hershey's candy bar with Reese's Pieces. But the thing that is the most fucking dangerous and delicious and probably will kill you pretty quick is this this outrageous. Like you know the Nutrageous bar, the Reese's Nutrageous. Mm-hmm. They made an outrageous bar, which instead of having peanuts in the chocolate as Reese's Pieces in it, it's got a peanut butter in the center and caramel. It is fucking dangerous. Yeah, these are, I'd say these are only second to Butterfinger BBs to me. Which they don't make anymore, so Reese's Pieces are number one. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, really. in, in the history of all, yeah. It's, if, if I have okay. to get candy... The thing is, I can I can still taste a Butterfinger BB. Like, it's just yeah. ingrained in me. There's two so candies like, I would buy if I'm at the movie theater. One is Reese's Pieces. The other is kind of a kind of a uh, throwaway, but it's a definite movie theater candy. Snow, I love snow caps. Because hmm. I love dark chocolate. Like, bitter okay. chocolate. I like I like a good non-parel. Well, yeah, that's what snow caps are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're in the box. They're teensy. They're I've the... never bought them at the movie theater. I bought oh, them at the yeah. grocery store so, next door. <laughs> we uh, the new vision, the Tilmanate that I saw all my more movies since I was as a kid. On Tuesdays they have like concessions for like super cheap, so you get like like the, the I get like the snow caps, and I only have like a quarter of the box, but I still I still love them. Like I don't care. It's, I treat myself. You can, you can just go to Josh Earliest, right? Across the parking lot. Nah, I, I need the snow caps. I need the the I need the, the tactile feeling. I don't want the big things. The big tub with the, the big plastic lid yeah. just pop off and like basically it's a popcorn bucket of nonpareils. Yeah, I need I need the little guys. Uh. And that one day I want to just take those snow caps and just mix them into my popcorn. Go crazy. Get surprised and then cover them in butter. <laughs> Get my uh, large soda cup of butter to dip. I I was there like for I'm just I'm just 
pouring it through and finding every nook and cranny between the popcorn they filtered the butter in. And I'm just laughing manically like a supervillain. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh, yeah, you came, you saw Avengers at my theater, right? Well, I didn't know that you owned it. It is my theater. I think I put a good claim to it. All right. Well, my other theater is an empty former H.H. Gregg, and my other theater is a gold gym. So you're, yours is all I have left. Yeah, it is all I have. You have left. And uh, it is it's probably the best theater in town, isn't it? I think so. There's a bar. Absolutely. Now that they, now that they yeah, those changes are phenomenal. You can buy your own seat, and they're recliner seats. And, and they show old movies. That's where we saw um, Christmas Vacation, Enchantress's family, and my aunt, and uh, we all went this year. It was fantastic. Um, they showed Godfather. Showing, I, I think they're showing. Um, Are they doing Monty Python? They're doing. Out? Monty, Are they doing Holy Grail? Holy Grail. Holy Grail showing. Uh, I think Beetlejuice is coming up. I and I'm pretty sure they're going to have a Ghostbusters showing in June. So that that movie theater is doing. The fucking, the sh- they're they're just knocking another park. I never understood why these movie theaters don't show old movies like this, but yeah, they're doing it and they're doing awesome with it. Yeah. New Vision Terminator's my shit. Um, because like the the <clears throat> sorry the the Boris down in Philly, they used to do that all the time. They would have like, you know, they, you know, Jurassic Park and Back to the Future, and they would just have night like, hey, we're Friday night, come on down and. Uh, come see jurassic park yeah the yeah, Mayus yeah. theater that, that's how we used to live does that a lot yeah but that's kind of the uh, seats t- suck it, and the one that's right on top of the railroad tracks yeah yeah not the best place for a theater yeah. this is like um, comfort times 10 you get the great seats and and yeah the advantage is being able to purchase a a signed seat in advance and not have to wait in line or show up any early you know like you get there whenever you get it your seat that you want yeah especially with the when i go see a movie which is like right after work yeah you know i, I don't have to worry well about... enchantress and i like to go to the red robin and drink at the bar up until the last possible second because you... i did it for avengers I, all the trailers on avengers i've seen already like they're not showing you anything new anymore Mm-hmm. So uh, trailers really aren't a thing anymore. It's cool to see them on the big screen, but like I'll skip hey, them to get a few more. Our audience was so into it that Star Wars got a standing ovation. I know that was a cool thing about Avengers. Like uh, the, cre- they were, the girl next to me was weeping. Enchantress, I'll, I'll give her credit. She started a few of the applauses. Awesome sauce. Yeah. So she's she knows when to get yeah. a good. It was awesome. Going. But yeah, no, it was a fun. It was a fun. Ex- it was for the first time in a long time. It was event, a fun experience to go movie, there and yeah. see it. I think since since um, the Force Awakens, there hasn't been an event movie. Yeah, and that's like what four years ago now. Yep. So yeah, it was nice to get a good event event film, and there's no bigger event film, and it proved its point. With a one point two billion dollar opening weekend, I like how they're arguing. Like, will it get to Titanic? I'm like, well, it's more than halfway there in opening weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I and I definitely I got to talk to Enchantress. I definitely want to see it at least one. Uh, there, it's at Shankweilers, our drive-in. The the double feature is Avengers and Captain Marvel. Oh, holy shit! I know, that's right. That's perfect. That's fucking awesome. So, do they do it in the right order? They do Captain Marvel. No, and they do Avengers first. And... Well, I get that. 
because yeah, it's your lead. The late it, run's but, always the second movie, so. Yeah, I know. But it would make more sense. To, yeah, but we usually don't always stay for the, the late movie, so I would like to go there. I think that's like that's like me staying for fire, not staying for fire in the sky. Thank you for pointing that out. That's yeah. We that was probably one of the greatest victories in my life. Figuring out what yeah. movie I spent Jurassic Park. fifteen twenty years trying to remember what movie came after Jurassic Park, and I spent a morning researching. It's time well spent. It was. It was. I felt ha- I was happy and I, I felt accomplished. Yeah. Now I'm. I'll see it. I'll wait till it thins out a little bit. I would like to see it in IMAX. Yeah, they have it in IMAX at the Center Valley. Uh, I. Tr- I- I Don't thought about seeing I'll go it. see it in 3D. No, no, it wasn't in 3D. It was just regular IMAX. I know, but I'm debating if I want to nah, see it. No, I don't want to see it in 3D at all. But Enchantress is gone oh, in the race all weekend, and I had nothing to do after work, except I, I wound up going home and falling asleep on the couch, sitting up like an old man that I am. But I was like, oh, I'll go see. I'll see. Maybe I'll see if I could see Avengers again. Sold out across the board and then i was like you know what she probably won't see it again so i'll wait and then i saw there was the movie th- at the drive-in i'm like i'd rather see it at the drive-in with her a second time than see it in imax like that'll be fun yeah the drive-in will be more fun than imax mm-hmm. you know the big screen's cool but drive-in's the fucking shit yeah it's all about the atmosphere yeah um but yeah we, we're out of stuff to talk about we're 80s month is officially over no, we're not out of stuff to talk about. Remember, we just realized we have we built like an entire show of stuff that we remembered right, in the process. Yeah, so yeah. there will be a part two. I well, with every rad years. Yeah, that's a good point. Thing, there's part two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. six. I want to get at least seventeen episodes out of Ghostbusters <laughs> by the time we're done with our run. I think we can stretch it. I think so. Uh, but that's all we have for 80s month and we're never talking about the 80s again are we uh at least not for another six to seven days yes uh but this was fun uh next week we've got a whole new topic that might go into the 90s and early to even though this one kind of did too no we're everywhere we give you everything you want even though if we're not even planning on it but I know a majority of our fans love when we talk 80s. So this was a nice month to give to all of them, don't you think? And I didn't even realize you just made it up. I did. I was like, let's do April as 80s month. And you thought it was like an actual thing. <laughs> yeah, but I, no. now it has to be. next For every April from now on, I think we got to do 80s. I think so, yeah. Um, so let's bid fair due to April. And we'll see you next month. On the Rad Years Podcast, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a good one.